Hello and welcome to the Mahana Music Show with me, Toby Allen, the podcast where we talk to MENA musicians and music industry leaders to find out real-life strategies to solve real-time issues within today's music landscape. Before we jump into this week's episode, I would like to tell you about my new free ebook that I'm giving away called the How to Kickstart Your Music Career. These four key strategies will show you how to build the foundations to 10x your fans, multiply your streams and get more gigs. You can download your copy at go.manamusic.com forward slash opt in. I will also put this link in the show notes. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's chat. Welcome to another Man of Music show. And this week, I have the absolute privilege to talk to an amazing Lebanese female singer-songwriter who's based in Paris. So, Elise, welcome to the show. How are you? Hello, Toby. I'm very happy to be here this morning with you. Uh, yes, from France. <laughs> amazing. What an accent. That's brilliant. Um, as yes. an Englishman, uh, the, the, such, a, such a beautiful language. Uh, thank um, you. <laughs> Um, so just for those who don't know who you are, um, do you want to just explain obviously where you're from, what you do, um, and how did it, how did it all start? Yes, of course. So uh, I was born in France and my both parents are Lebanese. So, uh, you know, I uh, learned Arabic at home and um, I did uh, fine arts school and um, um, step by step, uh, I started uh, to, to do music. I was very interested by, uh, you know, um, uh, singers like uh, Tina Turner, but also Feyrouz. So I wanted um to mix the both um, uh, opposite world together. And uh, I decided to try to, to, to work on it. And uh, today, so uh, I'm, I'm launching my, my first EP, solo EP. So I'm very happy to be here with you. Amazing. Um, so were you always into music? Um, were you at school? Were you banging pots and pans? Or were you uh, singing in the shower? Um, <laughs> yes, I was singing in the shower, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I started to learn uh, uh, movies, movies, um, movies uh, studies. I, I, I did the directing and video arts, and um, um, music was just a hobby for me. But step by step, it became very important for me. Uh, it was easier for me to to um, to um, um, tell my story through music and singing. And uh, this is how it it came it came yes uh, step by step. Um, how is the scene different? Uh, the Arab music scene different uh, between you know uh, the Lebanese that you brought out in Paris and France and um, is there any is there is there been any significant difference or have you been fully immersed in the um, Arab music culture while in Paris? Yeah. Um, in Paris, uh, they are very interested by it. When I sing in Arabic, they are more interested by this than when I'm singing in French or English because uh, not many people are singing in Arabic and especially the way I sing in Arabic because I, uh, I, I sing Arabic like, like West language. I, I mixed this language with rock and roll and soul music. So it's not really, uh, we are not used to that, to use Arabic 
in this genre of music. So uh, I think um, it's the same in the Middle East, in the Swanas countries. Uh, people are interested more when I sing in Arabic, you know, uh, it's, it's new for them to mix all this genre with this kind of uh, language. What, so, do you like to, what do you like to write about or sing about? What, what really matters to you? Um, I, I think it's, it's really, I like poetry and uh, I like also poetical things because I can't escape political, we can't escape political things, but I try to do it with a soft way and a poetic way. Um, of course, when you are a woman, you are singing, um, you are, you know, in the public area, it's political, you know, to sing by yourself. So moreover, if you are playing guitar or bass, because we are not a lot of women who do this, so, and in plus in Arabic, singing in Arabic, it's very political today, you know. So you can't really escape. I assume that, and but in a soft way to not, you know, do something uh, violent and, uh, and uh, but it's powerful. I assume totally the, the powerful and, uh, and uh, so um, I like to sing about, you know, the daily life, love, and uh, of course, and um, and that, that's it with a rock energy, always a rock energy uh, behind. Who are your influences when it's uh, the rock? Uh, who are your rock yes. influences when you were younger or still are? Uh, a lot of Afro-American women, you know, badass women that they were not scared to, to scream on the mic. It's another energy because in France, uh, French singers are not... Uh, uh, they are very shy and very like always uh, they have to be always delicate and you know and so I was like more uh, uh, attracted by this energy badass energy uh, French women are badass but it's another energy so I was really like uh, into Tina Turner but also Billie Holiday like jazz badass women and uh, sister Rosetta Tarp she was you know the first guitar player one of the first pioneer of rock and uh, I was really like into this kind of woman yes amazing so what are your goals as an artist um, you've got this message what are your goals yes. that you want to achieve as a musician um, and if you don't <laughs> If it if you don't, do you think having goals would be should be important or don't are not important um, as a musician? Uh, I think we we need a goal in life for a musician or not. We, we need that, uh, but um, I think the more important it's to uh, to be glad to do music. And uh, because if you if you don't um, if you don't if you are not happy to do music, people will feel it. So first, I'm very happy to do music. I'm very happy to be to to do this this album. And but my goal, of course, it's because it's um, I'm really frustrated uh, that uh, we don't have a lot of Arabic women that are uh, you know that have this energy, another energy. Uh, that we know already of the Arabic diva and, you know, singing always the same on the same music. So I'm really trying to bring something 
special. This is just what I'm trying to do. Uh, Awesome. Simply, <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Um, so, what? What? How does success look to you? How do you define success in your eyes? Yeah, success. I think it's when you can earn your, you, you know, you earn your life with music. I think it's tomorrow. I can earn my life with music. I will be the more happy uh, woman in the in this world. You know, so. Uh, to 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 wake up, do music. It, this is your job, and uh, you go, you do gigs. Uh, you 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 know you 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 new new venues in the world. You tour. This is this is my goal. You know, just do music. Uh, voilà. <laughs> and in your journey, um, that's a great uh, definition of success in my eyes. Um, if in your journey, what have yeah. been the challenges? that have been hindering or stopping you mm. get to that success? The challenge is, is that, um, okay, my, fa- my family, my, my Lebanese family, but it's not for everybody. Huh? Yeah. Maybe, some, maybe some family are okay with that, but for example, my family, it's a struggle to, uh, to let them know that I'm a musician, I'm a singer, I want to do that, you know. This is always a struggle, this is with my family. So, but I do it anyway, but it, it doesn't help me at all. I have to do everything by myself. So also I think the struggles are uh, that for now I need to have a part-time job uh, to do music. I can't have a full-time job because I have to do music. And so... Also the financial, you know, problems. But uh, I don't really care. I do what I, I I love. I do what I can. I have the support of people. You know, I did the crowdfunding. People were there to help me. I think we can always find solutions, and this is the most important. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Fantastic. I um, I, you're definitely not alone in, in yeah, no. um, <laughs> having the struggles of. Um, trying to persuade family that uh, you want to live the life as a musician. Um, I certainly had that encounter when I was younger. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I can imagine. We'll get onto the crowdfunding later. I'm fascinated by that. But um, how important is marketing um, to you? Um, And what do you... What do you do as your marketing as a priority? If you think marketing is priority, I see that you've already started marketing your um, yes, music. Again, we'll re- get onto that very early yeah. Um, yeah, to release that. Very important. Yeah. What do you actually do with your marketing? How do you set out your goal uh, to reach your goals um, of the okay. album? Your process would be amazing. Thank you. Um. I learned that marketing, uh, I just learned, I've just learned that marketing is important uh, because, um, okay, I do a solo EP now, but uh, I, I was in a band during 10 years. So I was the lead singer and the bass player in, in a band, a French band. So we tour everywhere. We do, we did everything by ourselves. And so I learned this job. This is a job. This is a true work. And I learned it. Uh, so for me, marketing is the way you will uh, introduce yourself to people and uh, they have to know your story. They have to understand you. And um, so right now, for example, the first single will be out in August. So I'm teasing every day. I'm teasing. I'm telling them, 
in August, be ready. There is something very, very, you know, new and, uh, and, um, I'm very proud. You have to wait. We have, so I did, um, uh, trailers, video trailers, um, from my video clip that will be out, uh, debut August. I did, I'm, I did uh, photos and I'm always talking with my community. I, uh, the community is very important and they, they need that. They need to know what are, you are doing right now. And they need to do, to know that you are working, that, that this is a daily work. And uh, so for me, marketing, it's that this is the story behind uh, you. Uh, yes. I think you've touched on a very, very, very important thing is the engagement with fans um, that you've generated. Yes. And because of that engagement, I would say you're able to execute successfully a crowdfunding campaign. Yes. Now, not many people... I've seen, especially in the MENA region or the Middle East, have executed crowdfunding campaigns. Can okay. you just enlighten why you did the crowdfunding campaigns and what were the results of that crowdfunding that you were able to do afterwards? Yeah, of course. So um, in France, we have some help from the government. If you are an artist, this is a cool country for artists. We have to know that. So you can... You can fulfill, uh, you know, um, um, how do you say, ask to the government to help you and uh, they will help, but it takes a lot of time. So I was really in an emergency to do this EP during the crowd, during the, you know, the Corona crisis. And, and so I didn't ask to the government, French government, something, and I couldn't ask to my family. They, they can be there, but I don't want because I know what they want to <laughs> tell me back. So uh, I um, I ask to my community. They know that I'm. I, I work all all those years. You know, uh, ten years with my ex band. So I ask them. I told them, look, I'm I, I'm I'm trying to do something by myself now. Can you help me? And they were there. They say yes, of course. We 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 really want to listen to your voice again. And uh, so it was. A, it's super cool story. I'm very proud of this. Yes. What um, platform did you use um, for the crowdfunding? I used PayPal because they don't ask money back. You know, if you, if you, I wasn't sure that people will help me because this is really the first time I do everything by myself, alone, alone. <laughs> so uh, I uh, decided to try uh, a platform that is. Uh, that will not ask me money if I don't do, you know, the goal and I, I, I don't reach the target. So uh, it was the less risky for me and it was perfect. Really, I, I, did, uh, I did the PayPal crowdfunding. It, um, it, it doesn't cost me anything. So, uh, oh, yes. Amazing. So moving further on to the marketing as a musician for yourself, what tools do you use in order to help you get your music in front of more eyes and more ears? Okay. Um, I use Facebook. I know Facebook now is a little bit, uh, you know, uh, rubbish. Maybe I don't know. It's old. But Facebook for me, it's a social uh, lift. 
You know, you can reach anyone you want. You can send an email. And if the person will not answer, you don't care. You don't lose anything, you know. So I like Facebook for that. And I like Facebook, Facebook because you can send for free invitations for many people and tell them, look, I'm, I'm doing that right now. And so I use Facebook. I'm a Facebook uh, user. And of course, Instagram is a gallery. It's a photo gallery, video gallery, but I'm not really, um, I'm not really talented with Instagram right now. Um, so I have, I have to do, I have to learn maybe some, uh, some tips because on Instagram, you really have to talk every day, do stories every day. And this is energy that, uh, I don't have a lot. I, so, so I'm trying, I'm trying that. And I, I think I will try TikTok when I will have the, the songs and the EP. I, I, I think I will do TikTok too, because it's really powerful. So, so that's it, yeah. Within uh, Facebook, um, that's your preferred social media platform that you use. Um, yes. Are there any strategies that you have found that works that's increased the engagement or increased your fans or following uh within facebook because there's an obviously there's a big argument uh if you post something that less than one percent of your fan base um sees it organically they're obviously a paid for play platform that wants you to spend money on ads are there any other yes. strategies i've probably just mentioned one do you use ads but are there any other strategies that you have worked out while using Facebook okay. to help spread the story of yeah. your music? Um, I noticed that ads on Facebook are not very successful uh, for my experience, maybe for people. Uh, but on Instagram, I think they are successful. Ads are more successful than on Instagram. Um, but what I do on Facebook, I add a lot of people all the time. And uh, I'm talking with them. I'm introducing myself to them. And on my wall, I, um, I um, tell my story all the time. So people are really curious, like, who is she? And uh, what is she? And more and more, I have a lot of like, because I, I try to be really like uh, a genuine, genuine uh, woman and telling my story. And I think Facebook is that. You don't have to put something too much politic, too much... Um, um, you have to be like... Um, it's a gallery too, but you have to be clever. You, have, you, 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 you don't have to be... Um, how we say in French, we say least, least, it's to clean. You don't have to be clean. I, I can't be clean and I can't be... I'm, my, I'm myself. But... Um, yes, the, the wall on your Facebook. This is the gallery, and I think this is very important. What you are, uh, what you are telling. Do you plan your posts, or do you do them ad hoc um, on the spur of the moment? Mm, sometimes I, I yes, yeah, sometimes I plan. I okay. I said I, I, I tell myself Saturday at this time I will put this video. Uh, I know people will be there and there, so I would do that. But sometimes it's very spontaneous, of course. And uh, yeah, I, I follow the flow. Mm, yes. So are there any other platforms you do social media and you've chosen Facebook and a little bit of Instagram and you're looking at TikTok? 
Yes. You also do crowdfunding. Are there any other yeah. tactics that you've been using to promote your music that you can share? Um, of course, if you have a PR, <laughs> it's perfect because uh, I think the, the, this, this is a bonus because uh, uh, radio, podcasts, you know, interviews, um, connecting with connecting, you know, with many groups that are talking about you. So I think always um, connecting with groups and people and podcasts. This is uh, this is yes a good uh, uh, tool to it, this is a powerful tool. So this is this is what I'm I'm trying to do. Yeah, amazing. Um, you've got a new album coming out. Yeah. So all this hard work that you're building up to Apocalypse Now. Yeah, Apocalypse Now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you've. Would you like to just outline? Uh, all that hard work what it's about when's it coming out what are the songs I there's some obviously I know a little bit about it um and I'm I'm privileged to be working on this in August um so thank you and I know the team are really excited but would you like to just outline the the, what's the background of the um, album you know why you make it what's the what's the message what's the story about that of course. So um, we have to know that uh, I was um, creating a duo, women, women, female, all, um, all female band with a drummer, a female drummer named Nadine. She's from Morocco. She's based in France too. We were uh, we were um, starting to do a, a band. The name is the Sabayas. Sabaya mean uh, uh, woman uh, mean um, uh, demoiselle. You know, mean miss the miss. You know, in Arabic. So and um, because of the Corona crisis, uh, because of the lockdown and everything, I couldn't um, I couldn't start to build something with her, but. We will in the future. And so I was very frustrated and I decided to compose for myself. I decided every day, I, first I started to learn electric guitar because I'm a bass player. I'm not a guitarist, you know. So every day I did guitar, every day. So um, I couldn't go to work too. My boss told me, you have to stay home. So I do guitar, guitar, guitar every day. And after like one year, I had like 10 songs and I choose four songs that uh, for me were good. And so I um, contact two producers that I know and that I like, and I told them, look, uh, I will not, um, I, I, I'm not working uh, with a drummer, so I need electro drum. Uh, can you do that for me? Can you do the the the, the drums and the electro beats and the, the universe uh, to surround my music? And they told me, yes, of course. So um, we worked together to do this EP. And so this EP is talking about this year of apocalypse, you know, this year of, of chaos. And uh, this there is a song about a love story that happened to me because I was on Tinder. And I was talking with a girl. So, and uh, we met together. We had a love story, but the, the, la- the, love, the love story with this girl was shit because I was, I was forced to go to her home and she was forced to go to my home. And it was like, wow, first time we are meeting. And so 
this, there is there is there is a, a song about about this this story, and uh, and there is a song about the lockdown, crazy song, rock and roll song. There is a song about Beirut because happened what happened with the bomb in Beirut, and there is a song about. Uh, um, the racism and negrophobia that is happening in the world and in Arabic country. Uh, so after the George Floyd, you know, story and all the story in Lebanon that we are listening about, you know, black people, they are, they are not respected. So I decided really to do a poetry on black color. So uh, th there is a song about it. So that's my EP. <laughs> fascinating, fascinating. I'm really looking forward to hearing the whole fully mastered um, EP. It's um, it's an, an exciting project um, you. for you. So I wanted just to ask, you've, you've just touched base on a couple of those, and I just wanted just to, what do you think some of the issues that are not spoken about within the music industry that you wish were yeah. highlighted more? You've just mentioned yeah, a couple. Course. Are there any others um, yeah, that come to mind? Of course, the gay law, for example, in Arabic, uh, you know, uh, for, for my song, the name of this song is Huriye. Huriye, it means mermaid, mermaid, a mermaid, you know, in the water. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's about a love that you can you can access, you can touch because this is a creature in, in the ocean that you will never touch and you will never. So this is poetry, but behind the poetry, of course, there is something political we were talking about, you know. And so, of course, gay love, for example, you can't sing something about gay love in Swana's countries right now. Uh, even if I have many friends that are open-minded, many people really want to, to, to be free with that. And many people are, are, are open-minded in, in Arabic countries. But right now, uh, the governments don't follow them, don't follow us. So yes, I, 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 this kind of topics, those kind of topics are um, rare, and not many people, yeah, are singing about that. And of course, of maybe racism also, it's not really something that is conscious. Maybe it's easier for me. I'm based in France. I'm I was born in France. When you are in a country like Lebanon or or you know Syria or uh, you know um, Sudan, you have many problems every day. So this is this is a luxe to do music and to sing. You you are not thinking about it. You think uh, to eat, to find food, to pay your, uh, you know, your invoices, to pay your electricity. So um, I can I can think about that because I have everything surrounding me and uh, so I do it. If I can, do, I, I do it for the people also, not just for me. Amazing. Go girl. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. Um, just as we come to the end, um, I'd like to just really thank you for taking the time to have a chat. Is there anything that I, you would like to mention or talk about that I haven't uh, brought up? Um, not really. Maybe, maybe something. It's it's true that when you are born in a Western, when you are born in Western countries, and you have double nationalities, double origins. Um, it is a little bit um, um, difficult to be um, taken taken seriously by 
for example, in Lebanon, I know that some people, they are, they don't understand why I'm choosing Arabic, you know, because I was born in France and why she's, why she wants to represent Lebanon. She's French. And in France, sometimes it's, it's the same. It's okay. Go live in Lebanon. If you want to sing in Arabic, no, why you are you, you know? So, um, I like to say that when you, we are an artist, it's important to create our own universe. And, uh, and uh, so this is what I'm, I'm talking about also. This, yes, to be in the middle of something and many things. And uh, yes. Awesome. Where can people find you? Um, what are your social handles? Where can they find your music? Right now, they can find my past band, Teleferic. The name is Teleferic, T-E-L-E-F-E-R-I-I-K, everywhere on YouTube and uh, everywhere. Um, but my new EP, solo EP, uh, will be out in September, uh, September 10th. And the first single will be at debut August. So we have to wait a little bit. <laughs> and your Facebook? Handle Instagram handle Elise Murad is that right? Yeah, Elise Murad E L I Z, yes, and Murad M U R A D. Yes, I have. I have a professional, uh, yeah, artist page, of course. Amazing, Elise. Thank you very much. You thank you. Thank you, Toby. That's all for today's episode of the Man and Music Show. Thank you for listening, and I hope you got a lot of valuable information from it. If you like this episode, then please make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes. And if you could leave a review, it really helps with the growth of the podcast. Lastly, if you're a musician or music producer and want to join the region's thriving online music community and learning hub, then head on over to our Lab Musica Facebook page. Until next time, take care, keep safe.